Each week at BNI for Success, we'll talk about referral networking that works. We'll discuss networking tips, strategies, and action steps that are designed to help entrepreneurs and businesses work together to create quality referral business and explore new opportunities. I have a favorite saying or a favorite message, and that favorite saying is one word starts this way, faith. Faith makes things possible, dot, 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 not easy. And when I say that, if, if it was easy, we'd always be accomplishing everything we wanted to accomplish 100% of the time. But sometimes that's not the case. But as long as we remain faith. And here I've got a special photo. And I know she has made many, many commitments in life on a variety of topics. But one of our presenters, and we have a, a husband and wife team today, but Cease, you're dressed in a bike outfit that contributes to something. And I'm going to kind of start us off. Why don't you explain a little bit about what this is? So um, way back when, I used to do a lot of um, sporting activities. And after 30 years off my bike, I decided that it was time to get back on it. But at that point in my life, there were a lot of things I wanted to accomplish. And um, you may have heard me say before is my life goal is to make a difference in some small way. So um, I got involved in fundraising through uh, distance or insurance, uh, endurance cycling. And this was Canada's very first ride that they did the tour to conquer cancer. And um, it was for the Princess Margaret Hospital in Toronto, which doesn't deal with one specific cancers. Every floor is dedicated to another type. And as her first event, um, this was really exciting for me to participate in. And I rode 200 miles. Wow. Um, after taking a, a new bike I had never ridden before. <laughs> which turned out to be not the smartest move uh, across. And this was day one when we were just getting started. So was this in the Toronto area? This is in Toronto, yeah. Okay, because I know one of your businesses, uh, I think you've since sold that business, I'm not sure, but uh, you had a business in Toronto and I know you spent time on there, up there on occasion. Um, I did not sell the business, my data centers and whatnot. I, as I say, put it to rest. It was just something I thought I was going to walk away from temporarily. I just haven't walked back to it. I'm much happier now and life is good that way. Well, we honor you. We thank you for, for, you know, embarking upon, I know you do various causes uh, all the time. This happened to be one and and you had shared this photo with me, and I thought that it <clears throat> nicely with the, hey, faith makes things possible, dot, dot, dot. Not easy. We want to support positivity. And one of the ways we came up with is we created what we call pillars of strength. Now, pillars of strength in, in the everyday environment is, is really life values. And you see a half a dozen of them noted there. Uh, starting at the top with show that you care, scrolling down to the last one, treat with respect. Man, but five of the six pillars are fairly serious in nature and can be very meaningful and can touch people in very different ways. And, but at the same time, we want that to bring strength. 
We also wanted to make sure that when we were doing something of this nature, we could have some fun. So we, we created Enjoy a Little Craziness. And you can do it in so many different ways. I mean, I, I've even held up a, a piece of clay pottery that was done by our granddaughter that I named this character or feature uh, ZN. It's, it's, it's in the other room, so I'm not going to jump away and grab it. But we want to enjoy a little craziness. I probably get most of my joy from our grandchildren these days in the things that they embark on and they do. But today we're going to have a little fun with this or a little more fun with it. Because I've asked uh, my good friends, uh, Cease Bronner and Dave Rittenhouse, who I've known for the better part of 20 plus years, and we've done a lot of things together in and outside of the professional world. And today we're probably going to be drifting more towards the non-professional environment because uh, I introduce you to Cease and Dave in a picture story. But on screen, like you can see Dave wearing, whose ears are those, Dave? It's the goofy, the Goofy's ears. There's Goofy's ears. Well, tell, tell us what makes Goofy so important to you, Dave. <laughs> well, it's a lot of fun. And he's not worried about so many other things. And he's very versatile. He does all those wonderful things from being a pirate to being a farmer. And he's just a blast. And he's got a wonderful voice. Well, and, I, and I think of that because I, 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 it was hinted to me there are days when uh, Cease may not know what kind of a hat you might put on. Well, right, Cease? <laughs> that, that is is very true. Um, as you can see from some of these photos, and I'll wait on that. Uh, Dave, Dave is always full of surprises. And um, I, I think, and I say this so often about how we're very different people. Um, we both really like a life of fun, you know, um, but I, I have a little bit more in limits and depending on what forum we're in than Dave might. Okay. And you know what? And that spans now um, the better part or if not more than three decades, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes. Yes. Actually, Go ahead. I, I met Dave over the phone doing business together. Um, in 1993. My goodness gracious. Yeah, that is a, a few days ago. Well, and since I'm 29, it works out really well. Oh, yeah. So that was pre-birth. I got it. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you, both of you were not living in the same area, correct? Correct. correct. Chime in, Dave. I mean, feel free. No, I was in Pennsylvania, in Philadelphia. Home of the Eagles, I might add. And California, Los Angeles, home of the Rams. And we, like she said, we were doing business over the phone. And uh, our first meeting on the phone probably wasn't my finest moment. <laughs> okay. How do, we how do we define finest moment? Oh, let's see. I've just been hired this company as a support engineer. And as Cease likes to describe it, I broke her store at Christmas. 
So, so here's the thing. I'm going to make this a, a little bit shorter, but not that much. And that is, I used to work for San Francisco Music Box Company, where it's a retail location. Everything in the store is musical. Um, in the last 10 weeks of the year, you do 78% of the year's annual business. 40 to 45% of that is done in the last 24 hours before Christmas. I had to call Dave in the last 24 hours before Christmas. I literally had lines of people waiting to get into the store. I had two lines to the register. I had people running up and down the lines, passing out candy, getting people to sing, really keeping it a happy, happy experience while I basically wanted to slip my wrist and, uh, <laughs> and keeping it fun and keeping it upbeat. And um, I had a problem with the registers and Dave worked for Sassy Store Automated Systems Incorporated or something he'll correct me on later. And um, so we call the help desk. This is how we meet, mind you. And um, he and I tell him I'm having this problem. He tells me to shut the registers down. I say, are you crazy? I tell him exactly what's going on with the quantity of people in the store. And by the way, this store is about the size of your bedroom. It's that big. Literally in the Northridge Mall, we had huge stock rooms and things. And so through Dave's help and guidance, mm -hmm. uh, the registers went down and I couldn't access anything or help anyone. And everybody's got to go because the mall's about to close. And Dave's solution was, well, just handwrite receipts. <laughs> Are you crazy? So this, this was the auspicious start of a fabulous friendship that went on on a business level for about six years till we met. Yeah. So you engaged for around six years via other forms of communication outside of person to person. Um, everything we did was over the phone and business related. And when I went to a law firm, I actually ended up calling his company to talk to another friend of mine for a little bit of help because I was having difficulties with the computers there. Dave picked up the phone and you know, that story is for a totally different day. Cause we could spend all day on this, this call alone. <laughs> right. Well, I'm, I'm looking at one of the photos in the bottom left-hand corner, and I don't know who that center character is, but there are four of you doing something someplace that to me, it looks like it could have been a little bit unusual. So um, our best friends are there with us, and Norm, you had the opportunity to meet them. And uh, I, I will out her, Susie, Suzanne Coleman is, is here in the chat, her camera's off right now, so will let her be. Um, but everything we do that involves, I think, the greatest fun in our life uh, involves Scotty and Susie. And we love to cruise. And we had just gotten on the ship on this one. It's a carnival ship. And you can see we're all carrying our stuff because, you know, they try and get you take photos. And usually I want to rush through and get to a point where we're not holding anything. But I love the towel animals that they leave on on your beds when you take a cruise and here was a giant one so I had to have a photo with it and with all of us and and I have to tell you Dave's not as enamored of them but he's always always the one to go look sweetie there's another one right so wow. this is how we 
celebrate each other. Hi, Susie. Thanks for being here. <laughs> you know, what fascinates me about this, because I'm right next to that photo. I can't that make up my mind whether either Dave, are you being arrested in front of a Del Monte uh, poster or are you putting up a Del Monte poster? Or what, what, what are you doing with this picture? Well, this is a part of the unpredictable nature. And what Cecil said, hey, get up against the wall. I want to take a picture. And she said, get up against the wall. So I got up against the wall. And she laughed and she took the picture. Uh, could I have been Yeah, possibly. But, you know, and you can see the face that Cecil's making up on the screen. It's just like, what? Yeah. I've done that in numerous other pictures where she said, do this, so I've done it, but it wasn't exactly her expectation of what it is that should be done. So well, I can tell you Del, Del Monte appreciates it very much because when <laughs> I, I could I could make this up, I and I am, but uh, but I I cropped this photo a little bit and to the left, I could have said there was a policeman standing there, but there wasn't. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, and, and at the same time, in the upper photos there, I mean, you're uh, in one of those cutouts, right? Yes. And, uh, and, and you became uh, the serenading us to have a, have a brew or two? Exactly. Yes, I became a mariachi for Corona. <laughs> Wonderful okay. coverage. Uh, of course, Cease had... A different expression on her face when I did that too. <laughs> um, you know, going to, so I, I often say I like a life that's a lot of fun, but Dave is the fun and um, he makes it unpredictable. And here we were, we were at the market and they had for Cinco de Mayo stacks and stacks and stacks of different beers for you to grab and purchase. And I wanted a photo of Dave near the the beers and I asked them to stand in front of the mariachi but no and you have to be specific you have to tell him where where to stand or whatever and Dave had to put his face through it and what you don't see is is about 10 minutes or so of Dave rifting on what he's doing in different voices and um making sure that I was just in stitches but going to the market with Dave is is like this all the time. And if you can imagine a life of constant, oh my God, what is he going to do next? You can. So understand he, he's, he's the kid in the market with mom, basically. Exactly. And you know, <laughs> I, I got a list, I got things to do, right? But how could you not encourage that? Mom, look, Pop Tarts. Yeah. <laughs> and, and feel free if, if any of you that are listening in and observing what's what we're doing if you've got a question if you want to put it in the chat or if you want to jump in feel free to do so because enjoying a little craziness can can always bring out or trigger thoughts or ideas Anya I saw you a second ago you were plotting as Cease was going through this but who's your reindeer friend or moose or whatever it is Cease in the other picture oh you know I so you, most of you know that I live part-time in Calgary, or I did pre-COVID. Um, I've had to cancel a couple trips, and I'm, I'm Dave's going to come with me on my next one back. But um, for many, many, many years, I actually traveled to Calgary during football season 
without Dave because, you know, we're different people and he's a huge fan and whatever. And on my first one with him, we had to change planes in Vancouver. And they had they had not one but two of of what's two mooses? Meese? <laughs> moose I I don't I hesitate to say Mussolini's. I, I just don't know. <laughs> But but in any case, you know, it's that same thing of, oh, I have to take a picture with it. This is so cute. This is so fun. Right. And so I gave Dave my phone to take take this photo. And uh, I think this is probably the one where I was laughing the least. (laughs) Okay, so it was it was another one of those enlightening moments. They're all enlightening moments. And the, the thing is, is when uh, I first started bringing Dave into my online events and stuff like that, um, I was always the funny one. And, you know, heck, I did stand up comedy for a while, which I should not have said in front of anybody. <laughs> Anyways, and, and Dave became known as the funny one. And it actually caused some friction between us. Um, but, you know. He's the funny one. I'm not sure. Uh, Mike, you wrote in here in the chat book, Dave never lost his childhood. Um, if you'd like to, if you're on mute, Mike, uh, elaborate a little bit on that. If not, Dave, what's he talking about? Never losing your childhood. You want me to fight? Sure. Either way, either Mike can chime in or, uh, or Dave, you can elaborate. I'll be glad to uh, chime in. Uh, what I like about this whole story is that uh, David, even as an adult, never lost his childhood. Everybody loses their childhood, uh, and I'll say everybody, 90 to 95% of people, simply because they've reached the age of reason and they've lost their imagination and many other things that go along with it uh, as they grow older never happened to him. I think that's just plain outright wonderful. So uh, I'm, I do everything I can to regain my childhood. Awesome. It, it, Norm, I know you're an avid business book reader and you talked about tribal leadership. In one of those levels of tribal leadership, there's the phrase innocent wonderment. And okay. I, for me, that, that, that really is is it. You try to keep an open mind and there's amazing things that you can see and there's funny things that can happen. And Cease also has that. She doesn't put it on display a lot, but there are times where, uh, this is why I say she's the funny one. She just comes up with this little wordplay and whoa! <laughs> and, and it just, I just block and gills of laughter. Really amazing. So yes, I, I I thank you, Mike. Those are those were kind words. I, I always like to try and look at things through the eyes of a child, and to the sh- probably the chagrin of my partner. Um, yes, I, I, one of the things that I have folks sees is when I'm in those final stages of my life, I want to go out of this world the way I came in. I want to be in a diaper with my matchbox cars all around. Well, it, I get the impression with both of you, and, and I'm, I'm separating you, you the two of you because there was probably throughout your respective lives, 
this, you brought up the two word message, innocent wonderment. And I know Cease, I've had conversations with you surrounded by your family. And, and to me, uh, that kind of described your dad. But yeah. at the same time, I'm also thinking, Dave, historically, you come from some roots in America that, are, that really go way back. And, and so have each of you been surrounded by maybe even before you knew each other, this innocent wonderment thought? Yeah. Oh, boy. I know I can say it for my family really had, was my mom. Okay. Uh, my dad is an engineer and carried on some of that tradition. But my mom was a part-time substitute teacher, an art teacher. She was unlike C, she was a fine arts major in college and was uh, hired, I don't know what they actually call it, contracted to do some paintings for some different people in the main line in Philadelphia. And but she always had that innocent wonderment mentality. How do I look at this through the eyes of the child to represent what I paint? So I get to, I get to carry that on. Um, Instead of being an engineering student, now I'm talking and presenting to people in BNI and here right now, and sometimes being a little goofy. I, you, do you, you want to go ahead, Cease? I'm so sorry. I do want to add to the commonality in um, our family's humor, if yes. you don't mind. And that is, and I, you know, when you talk about our roots, I think that we have as a family dark humor, gallows humor, because how else are you going to deal with some of the atrocities that they experience, right? But they they brought us up with um, nothing so bad that you can't laugh at it, right? But again, it was a dark, dark humor. Well, I thought Bronner's were bad, man. I mean, you know, we're probably the only people who go to funerals and laugh um, quietly, respectfully, you know, kind of over by the cars, but still. Uh, I had not met dark humor until I married into the Rittenhouse family. <laughs> I, I can't. No, we'll just leave it at I can't even. Oh, um, except for maybe Scotty and Susie. They kind of challenge us a little bit that way, too. <laughs> well, you know what? There's a I, you'll see it in a, in a slide. But, you know, that's all about coming together. And that's what's transpired. And I'm intrigued because I, as I also look at the videos and people that are with us, and I'm thinking of, of the enjoy a little craziness, enjoy a little craziness. And Debbie George, I'm looking at you and how busy you are. It's, it's a season of huge activity for you in the cookie business. And you're actually sharing your cookie activity with us, I can see it. Others might see it, but they might not know what you're doing. And so you know, I got that great big smile. Uh, that, that's another element of enjoying a little craziness. Debbie, you want to comment on that? Uh, I'm sorry. I hope I'm not distracting anybody, but you're right. I am busier than a cookie maker at Christmas time right now. I am so getting ready for a for a uh, a cookie decorating event tonight for 300 people at Mains and Miracles a, a local nonprofit agency so yeah a little super busy over here <laughs> and it helps to be crazy well I, and i wanted to just chime in on that because enjoying a little craziness adds adds levity and fruit to everything we do 
as it surrounds itself with with our global positivity movement. Uh, and you know, in, any closing comments from Dave or from C says because we we're running are running on a time schedule, and I want to make sure I honor everybody's time. Either one of you, C, Dave. Well, first off, Norm, I want to thank you for this opportunity and the people in our lives that make it so much fun to have a little craziness. But I'm going to wrap up the story about how we met in the six years by saying, thank you, Dave, for asking me to meet you, to marry you without even having met me, being the crazy in my life. Applause. Applause. Dave, would you like to respond? Wow. Thank you for Cease and Norm. Thank you for having us speak as a team. Cease, thank you for being the central point in my life. Oh. You're the grounding point. The funny grounding point, but you're the grounding point. It's a little scary. Yeah. And, <laughs> and we didn't have, have time. Not, not, I, I did break her story, but I want to just let you know we've had our moments where I've asked her to do something uh, in a business. Like checking a printer where she reviewed. And I'll leave it at that. If you want to find out more about that, you'll have to ask me at another time. <laughs> Stay tuned. Well, <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. It's been great having you enjoy a little craziness with some friends from around the world because literally we have people from a half a dozen different countries, whether it be in the European African environment or here in North America. So thank you so much. Uh, today and and that leads leads us to when we turn around, regardless of the pillar, whether it's enjoy a little craziness or whether it's one of our other pillars, it helps us to maintain some unity. Thanks for joining us this week on BNI Podcast for Success. Make sure to visit our website BNI for Success or BNI Podcast for Success dot com where you can subscribe to the show at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, so you'll never miss a show. Our networking success ask this week is that you tell a friend about BNI for success. <laughs>